So welcome to the Step Up Podcast, where we delve into different topics to learn more about ourselves and more about others while having some fun along the way. Today, I welcome Angel Huarbe. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. I love your name. Very, very impressive. <laughs> that was really good. A lot of times people get my, my last name wrong because the J is silent. Uh, do they try so to say Juarbe? Juarbe or Warbe or Guarbe. I'm like, where did the G come from? <laughs> well, I well, I worked on the phones for like seven years. Okay. And there be uh, who was it that would call in? I think like Jorge. And my manager's like, why don't you call him George? I'm like, because it's Jorge. <laughs> but I remember when I first saw that name, I was like, George J. What? Like I didn't. Jorge. Yeah, the J. The J is also silent. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about anxiety, which is one of my favorite topics and yours. Mm-hmm. But first, I I'm was very, just... I'm very familiar with that. Yes. <laughs> uh, first, I'd actually just like to hear a bit about your story, your anxiety story, as well as sharing your story uh, about what led you into coaching because you're a life coach as well. Yes. Um, yes. So I am a life coach and my brand that I started a couple years back is called True Achievers. And I wanted to start um, my own coaching program because I feel like I really wanted to give others in a very unique way. And what I mean by unique is I do, I love, I believe that sharing my story or hearing other people's stories is how we can release the anxiety or release it or, or share each other's stories to understand one another. Yes. What do I mean? By, what, what do I mean by that? Everybody's different. And a lot of my videos and a lot of my content that I put out there, I do like to say everybody's different because a lot of the times people feel alone. There are many people out there that feel alone, that they don't have any help or they don't have the support that they need to move on or to make feel better about themselves or to understand anxiety. Some people might not even understand, might not even know that they have anxiety. Right. And putting that awareness out there in a very unique way, I believe that can take it to a whole other level of understanding anxiety and help you grow as an individual. Because I know from my past, it wasn't easy. I had a really rough patch personally and mentally. I did it all. I, I, I seek professional help. I seek counseling. Uh, therapist. Um, I was even prescribed uh, medical, you know, I was on, I was on Xanax on Xanax types of uh, pills to help me cope with my anxiety. And although it did help in many ways, I felt like it wasn't enough. I felt like there was still something wrong. And why am I allowing medication control my anxiety for me instead of me doing it myself mm-hmm. naturally? But that's just a whole nother topic that I don't want to get sidetracked with because people have different opinions on it, which is meaning medical marijuana. That's very popular in the anxiety world. Um, Xanax, all these types of medication that people are on just to control it. I don't want to be biased and say that this certain pill or marijuana or this and that or are, are is the perfect way to do uh, is the perfect uh, antidote or medication to help you with anxiety. It's everybody, everybody, like I said, everybody's different. And how we take anxiety or how we cope with anxiety is our own decisions. And I truly believe in that. 
I started my own journey with this, with True Achievers, because I really wanted to give other people hope and advice on anxiety. Because I know that it's something that's not easy to deal with. And we live in a fast paced world, especially now with COVID, every, you know, everything's a mess. So we don't know what's happening next. Some of us lost our job. Some of us are currently in jobs that we can't get out of. Some of us are even starting getting into the entrepreneurship world where we don't know where to start. We don't know who to talk to. We don't know where to begin. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that go into it, but I believe that sharing stories is vital to the improvement of an individual and I could tell you that my journey with growing to achievers has is is probably one of the greatest things in my life that I've ever started. And I can never, you know, I, I can't talk enough about it because I'm so excited. You mentioned actually, when you talk about getting into entrepreneurship and, uh, and do you need this or that? I find it overwhelming just going on Facebook and Instagram. The, Cause you know, when you Google something, yes. like, I don't know podcasting or whatever. And then you get all these ads here, take my free workshop here, sign up for this. I'm like, ah, and I've, I've done that where I've signed up for a few (laughs) and then I just get, I get so overwhelmed with it. So, and there's nothing wrong with that because some of it can be very beneficial. So there's, there's really nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, but I know for me, it's made my anxiety a little bit worse Mm -hmm. in some aspects because I just get, I think the overwhelmingness of it for me is, is what also triggers me. But, um, yeah. Information overload. Information overload. Yes. <laughs> you actually did say some people don't know they have anxiety. And I know for me, I didn't realize I had it till I was maybe 30. I don't even know how old, 34, maybe. I was at working at the bank and customer service on the phones. And I was just so stressed and so anxious. And I went to the doctor. He put me on antidepressants. But my coworker who had struggle with depression. She, cause I said to her, I can't take time off work. I can't, I, I don't know. And she said, you have to, or else you are going to break down. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized I'd actually had anxiety my whole life. I didn't know it, you know, cause I, I didn't have those major panic attacks where it feels like a heart attack. So, and I didn't know that there was different kind of, kind of different kinds of anxiety or different symptoms. So yeah, it's interesting that you say that. Is that what you experienced as well? You didn't know that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I did the same thing where I, I kind of really started following and knowing anxiety at the age of 24, 25. And reason being is because at that time, I was still in search of myself. I was still in search of trying to understand myself as a person, try, trying to get a grasp of what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And I caught myself jumping from job to job. Um, I come from a, you know, like I come from a, a loving family, but a very blue collar type of family where anxiety was kind of non-existent. Nobody really knew what anxiety was or really understood it. But after going to school and studying and learning about learning psychology and learning about anxiety, you know, like I said, I went through the whole doctor thing and, and getting medicated and getting checked out. And yeah, I did. I did come up positive with anxiety, kind of had, you know, being diagnosed with anxiety. And it was something where I felt like it was like, that's it. I'm, I'm, something is terribly wrong with me. And mentally, it's not something easy to take in, depending on your situation or depending on your personality, depending on your mental strength. It's not, people don't really understand it. And they think that some of, some people might think that there's something wrong with them. And, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. 
what I can say is, is that us people, people like us who have anxiety, I'm not gonna say we suffer from anxiety. I like to say that who have anxiety, we just think differently. Hmm. We think differently. When a person, let's just say, for example, if you're in school and you're learning a specific topic, the person next to you might understand it just like that. But me, for example, I needed, I needed, I need to be repeated over and over. I need to review the content. I need to review the material over and over and over and over again for me to understand because my mind is racing. My mind is not concentrated on what's currently going on. Yeah. Rather than the person next to me just learned it the first time, wrote it down, and just gonna it's just gonna re- implement that in, in, in his in their brain, and they're just gonna remember that forever. When, it, like I said, when it comes to me, for example, like I said, it's gonna take it's gonna take repetition over and 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 over just to even understand what's even going on. We're gonna get frustrated because we're falling behind in the whole nine, and it's not a great feeling. But just remember that we think differently, and that's okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with that. Because growing up in school, I was diagnosed with dyslexia. So my, I learned things a lot slower than a lot of people. I eventually understood the topics, but it took me a very long time. So I felt, I, I felt like I was left behind. I felt like I was different in school. So that kind of like set me back a lot mentally. And I felt alone a lot of times mm-hmm. because I felt embarrassed. There's a lot of embarrassment when it comes to people with anxiety, a lot of embarrassment, a lot of confusion. But yeah, that's still, that's just a few examples of how I can really describe how anxiety is and 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 uh, a little bit about my past and a little bit of experience of what I've been through. It's funny you say that because I remember growing up in high school and we always went to youth group on Wednesday nights. We went to church and I always got nervous. And I said to my one friend, I was like, don't you get nervous going to church? And she goes, no. And I just felt so stupid. Like, why am that's I nervous? Odd. You know? Yeah. That's, that's that's an odd thing to say. Like, yeah, you going to, you? I never heard that before. Um, and also, when you were talking about learning, uh, when I was when I was training for my job on the phone, we had to deal with a lot of. There was some stuff with math and just, uh, it was a lot. It was a lot of information, and for me in the in the one training, this one guy was like, "Oh yeah," he didn't even have to write it down. He was like, "I got, I did the math. I know this math." For me, I'm terrible at math. So I was sitting there crying in training because I didn't get it. And also because my anxiety made, I don't know if it's anxiety and depression, but probably both and having both together makes it worse. You can't remember things. You can't focus. And I always got in trouble by my manager. Like, well, why don't you remember this? Why are you always calling resource? Like the people we would call when we didn't know the answer. Should and be, I felt so competitive and all that. They're always putting pressure on you, which is even worse. Exactly. And that's why I had to go on short-term leave. Cause I was like, I, I can't do this. And that's when I realized I had anxiety and it was like, Oh, this makes so much sense. <laughs> right. But yeah, I totally yeah, it's, it's, get it. it's a, it, it, like I said, going back to information overload, sometimes we can't take information as quick as others. Right. So trust me, I totally understand that a lot of pressure. When you feel pressure, you feel you feel lost. You feel confused. You don't know what you're doing. And sometimes people, sometimes managers or uh, colleagues or workers will put you down for not understanding the material. 
why aren't you understanding this? It's, repeti- it's repetition, it's repetition, it's repetition. But sometimes there's certain situations where it's not repetitive. Sometimes it, there's another, you know, there's certain things in a job or there's certain things in life where it throws you, it throws you eggshells. It throws you, you know, you don't know where you, you don't know what's going to happen next. And sometimes you got to think rationally yeah, and take the proper precautions and, you know, go about it. It, it all really depends, really. Yeah. It and all for depends me, on all different stuff. I know for me growing up, I was always like, my dad likes things a certain way. So I, I was always in trouble because he'd be like, well, no, because he's very particular. Um, <laughs> so for me, when I went into the workforce, I would always feel like I was in trouble and I would get very upset. And the manager's right. like, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, I thought I was in really bad trouble. And I can see how that stemmed from my childhood thinking, you know, because I was always doing thing, things wrong because my dad said so. <laughs> yeah. Is there a definition for anxiety, do you think? Or is it a bunch of different things? A definition for anxiety. Good question. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's, let's make this. That's a really good question. All right. So let's have a little fun with this. I don't want to make, I don't want to make it like anxiety is such a drastic thing. It's quite normal. If you have anxiety, just take it. We have anxiety. It is what it is. But one thing that I like doing that kind of helps me is that I like to name my anxiety. I like to name my anxiety, Johnny. Johnny is a pain in the butt. (laughs) When everything is going right, Johnny likes to step in and put negative thoughts in my, in my head. He likes to, he likes to, Johnny likes to feel safe. Johnny doesn't like to take drastic measures. He doesn't like to be spontaneous. He doesn't like to think logically. He worries a lot. He worries about what's going to happen. He's worried about what they're going to talk about him about. He's worried about ridicule. He's worried about being put down. So... The reason I say I'm saying just name your anxiety is because we all have moments in time where we may feel weird or we might feel lost or we might feel angry, but that it's because that person or that anxiety mechanism in our head is just telling us to please just watch what you're doing. Be careful or something's, something's about to happen or I'm not sure about the situation or I don't know what's going to happen. We're constantly thinking about the future. We, we're constantly thinking about the future that we're unsure of. So sometimes we might think there's a meeting coming up and I don't know what they're going to talk about. I wonder if they're going to talk about me because I, I messed up on this certain, I, I messed up on certain, this certain task and I feel like it's going to be about me. Right. Yeah. And then when that meeting comes, it had nothing to do with you. Right. It was, it was, it was something, it was about something else. And here we are, and here we are overwhelming ourselves about something that never happened. And that took up so much of our time that did not allow us to grow. That overthinking things did not allow us to improve as individuals. And that did not improve our mindset to focus on the upcoming meeting. We just thought it was going to be about us when in reality it had nothing to do with you. Just remember, at least for me, it helped me think, it helped me to know that the world does not revolve around me. I am not the only person in this world. There are other people in this world. Like right now, I'm talking to you. 
we're not the only people here. We're talking about anxiety and we're just sharing thoughts. But a lot of times we feel alone. We feel lost. We want answers. We don't know how to get them. So we're trying to figure out ourselves and we start overthinking and we can't, we're going like this. Uh, We don't know what to do next. So I don't know your experience, but growing up in the church, um, there's a lot of guilt and shame. And we were told sometimes, well, that's you being selfish. Like people aren't thinking about you that much. Why are you? And I, I get why they say that because yeah, I mean, anxiety, a lot of the times is me concerned that people are thinking about me or, you know, talking about me or like they hate me or whatever. And it's about me, but it's also kind of tricky because would you say it's a selfish, I don't know. Selfish in what way? Or yeah. not selfish. Um, self-absorbed where we're constantly worried about what other people are thinking are thinking about us or you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I I know for me when I started kind of realizing it's people don't care that much about you as you know like who cares you know I would get so panicky about crossing the street even I'm like they're looking at me yeah they're laughing at me that's pretty severe. And and there are symptoms like that, where you have severe anxiety, where you can't even go out. A lot of times, sometimes there's people that when you have severe anxiety, there's a lot of times there are people don't even want to leave the house. Look at COVID, for for example. COVID is, has, has, you know, put a lot of self-doubt in a lot of people where they're afraid to just leave the house because they feel like they're going to get contracted with COVID. How do you cope with that? Well. Do your research. Are you clean? Are you uh, are you tidy enough? Are you washing your hands? Are you eating right? Are you exercising? My tip, is, not my tip, my tip is for people out there who feel that they still feel like they're stuck at home, or they feel like they don't know what next steps to do. I feel that just like I said, do your research, and it's up to you. I can't tell you what to do. But I do like to advise people to try certain things, to try different things that might be able to help them, which is probably go see a doctor, talk to a loved one, talk to someone who's who's been contracted. How do they feel? It, it all really depends. But going back to what you were talking about, you know, in, in your church and, you know, you feel like People were talking bad about you and people don't really care about you. It's not so much of the fact in a negative way that people don't care about us or don't care about you. It's that people have their own issues. People have their own people have their own world that they live in. People have their own things that's going on. And that's going back to that the world does not revolve around us. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying that you're not the center, you're not the center of attention. So it's okay. Just relax. Just calm down. You're not the center of the universe. And those are, those, are, those are tips that I can share that just helps the psyche to understand. Look around your surroundings. Look at the people next to you. Look at the people that, that's in front of you. A lot of times people may stare at you, but they're not thinking anything. They just saw you. Yeah. That's it. They just saw you pass. They're not going to think. They don't even know your name. Who cares? I grew up in a very judgy kind of environment. Me too. So I, I wonder if that is also something that maybe exacerbates it um where you just feel because you're you're used to people judging you or mm-hmm. like you judge others in a way mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you just feel like you have to be 
perfect in a certain way. And that's why you get more anxious and you think people are talking about you. Mm-hmm. I think that's also another aspect of, I don't know. I kind of look back at why did I have anxiety? Why? Um, actually, this is, well, this goes into another topic, which I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I've had family members who said, like, I'm like, oh, I'm having, I'm having anxiety right now. And they're like, what are you anxious about? There's nothing, right. you know, you're not starting a new job or you're not moving or like, and I, I didn't even know how to explain it. I'm like, I, it's an anxiety disorder. It's not like I'm anxious for a specific reason. And, but I've also looked back at my childhood, like, what is it that, why did I have anxiety? You know, was it the product of how I was raised? Uh, is it maybe like, I don't know. <laughs> it's more of the fact that judgment, you just mentioned judgment. And I know every, I just know so much about it because I dealt with it personally. You feel like there's so much pressure put on you. Sometimes our family members, friends, work colleagues, anybody. Sometimes if, if you, they ask you, what's going on? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I feel like my anxiety is is bearing. I can't think properly. I, I, I'm just getting very anxious. Well, calm down. Don't worry about it. Nothing's wrong. With us, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't register properly. It's just going to make us more anxious. It's, gonna, it's just going to make us more nervous. It's just going to get us, our anxiety level is just going to skyrocket after that, just that simple, uh, that simple uh, comment. They may not, they, they may not mean it in a bad way, but to us, that's just, I just need to talk about it or I just need to walk away from the situation just to recollect my thoughts. But that person who doesn't know much about anxiety or doesn't care about anxiety or just doesn't think much of, of it, they're not going to care about how we think. It's just saying, get the job done or snap out of it. You're okay because there's nothing wrong. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Because I can't, I can't prospect, I cannot process the information or I cannot process, I cannot think properly as you're thinking logically right now. Mm-hmm. I need time to, I need time to read, to, to recharge. And that's okay. It, there's a lot of times, for, at least for me or I, on research that I've done is that telling a person with anxiety is not good just to say, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You're, you're, you're fine. Yeah. Instead of, instead of to, 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 to let's use, let's use reverse psychology. Instead of doing that, just calm the situation. Talk slowly because us people with anxiety can calm down a lot quicker when the person we're engaged with talks slowly to you, understands you, and listens to what's going on that can help our development and help us process things a lot better. If people talk slow to us, at least for me, I'm just using me as an example. So I don't like to throw names or people out there just for me. I like when people just listen, listen to what I have to say to get everything out, to let, to, to give them the information overload that I have in my head and share that with that person. So that way they can give me feedback and say, okay, I hear what you said. Now just work with X, Y, and Z. Let's just focus on X, Y, and Z. And then we'll get to A, B, and C later on. Now, now our process of information now is clicking. Now we're calm. Now we can go on to the next step. 
on that situation or on that on that task. So that's just a that's just a good uh, just some good feedback on how to handle it. Mm-hmm. At the same good. time, don't, don't don't snap, don't overreact. Just just calm down. Don't say anything. Walk away by yourself. Recollect your thoughts. Don't overreact because when you overreact, it just sometimes it it could create a hostile environment. Yeah. I overreacted a lot, especially at work. Or I just break down crying. I was nervous. Especially when you were when you're worried when we're worried about what people are saying about us. That's even worse. Yeah. And like I said, not everybody's the same. Um, it's what you said about listening for me. I actually didn't think about the speaking slowly. That's uh that's really interesting. Um, but for me, it's the listening. When I don't feel like I'm being heard, I just get aggravated. And I remember I was um, studying voice and then my vocal teacher, because I was so nervous. I, I, I can't sing in public. It just makes me, ugh, and it's just awful. Um, but she's like, oh, think happy thoughts. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. And so I just felt so frustrated because she didn't understand why I was so scared singing in public and, and why my, you know, it, it was just a mess. And, and she was frustrated with me and I'm like, I, I just don't think I'm cut out for this. So, but yeah, I never felt when people say stuff like that, I was just like, you don't get it. You're not listening. So it's frustrating for sure. It is. It is. And especially now with, you know, I know I didn't mention this in the, in the beginning of the of the podcast, but I am a teen coach and I like to help young people, I like to help young adults understand the meaning of anxiety and how to cope with it and how to create a game plan and how to help them uh, or help parents understand their kids and um, help them have a better relationship with them and find ways to improve them as individuals. That's awesome. uh, because anxiety is, is, is a big problem right now. It's, 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 yeah. it's probably risen now because of covid we're still oh, trying sure. to figure things out for sure there's still there are still things that there there are still we're still trying to figure out covid i mean yeah we're we're, we're progressing as a society and how to be better and how to be a lot more healthier and it's just more self-conscious but sometimes we forget about our teens sometimes we forget about the youth and they need help too it's not just adults but they also need help too yeah Definitely. You, you did mention before different ways to cope. Do you have any others, any other suggestions on managing anxiety? There's just so many, there's just so many. If you give me a, if you get less, I mean, we could, we could play a little bit. So if you give me an example, we can go from there. There's just so many. Okay. Um, hmm. I can, I could come up with one real quick. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, I was trying to think. It's not good for me to. Think. All right, so if you're so, for example, when I was at work and my job is very, it could be very stressful. It could be it, there's a lot going on. It's like being in Wall Street where there's just so much going on. There's numbers being put everywhere, and we're and we're we're trying to get everything in, but we got to think logically, and we got to pull the trigger at any moment. Yeah, <laughs> been there. And there's certain steps when people come up to you and they're they're needing a specific answer. They need a, they need a specific part. They need. They need part numbers. They need, they need X, Y, and Z, and they need it right now. But yet we don't know how to get it because we don't have it 
in our inventory. We don't have that right now. So we got to find out other sources on where to get it from. We got to find the right prices. We got to find out where it's at. We got to talk to our manager. It's okay to, to spend this much on that. And sometimes we might have coworkers that they're busy, but we're trying to get, sometimes we have to find information from them. We have to ask them, hey, do you think I should go this route? Or do you think I should go that, that route? Or sometimes if that person's having a bad day, they might just come across and say, well, you know what? You should know this by now. Just figure it out. What's going to happen next? My anxiety level is going to rise. I'm going to get confused. I'm going to get stressed out. I'm not going to think properly. So what I did one time is that I got so tense that I literally dropped, literally dropped. I left the conversation just to walk away. I was literally having a conversation with somebody that just wasn't understanding what I, what I was trying to say, tell, to, uh, tell them because my mind was racing. I, I, my, my words were not coming out correctly. I had to literally stop the conversation and walk outside just to get fresh air and just to recollect my thoughts. Because that in that point of time, I was just not in the right state of mind. It was, there was just a lot going on. And once I stood out there for a couple of minutes just to recollect my thoughts, I was able to calm down, go back to my desk, and start all over again. And luckily, I was able to figure out what to do next, and I was able to follow through through that specific task and got the job done. But it took my anxiety to rise just to calm me down, just to walk away from the situation and recollect my thoughts and go back to what I need to do. Whereas the person next to me might not have that problem. They could just figure it out right there and then. Boom, boom, boom. We got it. We can order this. We can order that. It's going to come this certain day. It will be here that day. Mm. Case closed. Yeah. So that's just a quick example. I know it sounds a little bit out of left field, but that's just a quick you know what? I <laughs> I feel like I worked there. Well, that that was the same situation when I worked on the phones. We had to get answers really quick, but we were just the middleman. So we would have to reach out to the back office and we'd have to like input and it would take a few days for them to get back. And then we'd have people on the phone and they'd be upset and we're like, I need it now. And I would just like, I didn't have the answer. And I, I like to help, but I felt in that job, I wasn't really helping. I couldn't do anything except write notes to the back office. And I, I would take, I would sometimes just be like, I need to get off the phone, but then I'm getting trouble because, you know, you're, it's not your break. You, you're taking too much time off right. the phone and, oh man, I almost, they monitor, like, they monitor that they do. And I hated it so much. And I'm so glad I'm not there anymore, but you feel like you're, and we always used to joke, we're tied to our phones. Um, but yeah, I, and I would just get more and more aggravated cause I couldn't leave. And I was just stuck in this constant loop, you know, call after call. So, oh my word. Uh, I totally understand that, <laughs> but I did have a therapist who, um, when I was on short-term leave once they kept talking about meditation and I was like, eh, no, I'm not going to, you know, I was kind of annoyed that they kept talking about that. Um, no, this person was harping on it a lot. Now I do meditation now, but there's also, I mean, there's a lot of things I found in ways to cope. Um, also, I mean, I would, I would self, um, what's it called? 
medicate on yeah. food, <laughs> junk food. Right. It's, it's, uh, a, it's a coping mechanism. It's just, it's just a way to, it helps you. It makes you feel like it's healing you, but at the same time, it's not really. No, it's making it worse. Yeah. And, uh, and then watching TV, like working on the phones. Cause I'm also an introvert. So it was just so exhausting and I didn't want to do anything. So I just go mm-hmm. home and watch TV and eat. And, uh, but you know, eating healthier, going for walks, exercising, absolutely speaking affirmations positively to my, you know, cause I yeah. used to just talk negatively to myself all the time. Um, I find that those are also helping me cope with my anxiety. Yeah. And, um, being, but you know what though, Stephanie also, also too, I've, I've, I'm hearing you and you doing this podcast, you hosting your own podcast and talking about it. That's also a healer too. Yeah. It helps you learn more about yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a great thing. And, and it's a great thing of what you're doing too. And I, yeah, I, I love talking to other people, sharing my experiences, hearing other people's experiences. Yeah. And you know, I've had, I had people who I thought were just like, they had no mental health issues that they, you know, they just seem solid yeah. people. And they would tell me later, they're like, I feel comfortable telling you that I struggle with this because I shared with them. You're approachable. Um, and it's very, yeah. So uh, that's cool to, to feel that, you know? So, yeah. 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 I, pl- I applaud you for that. And I think it's, I think it's great that you're sharing this message with, with the world and, and people who are interested about anxiety and, and, and topics on how they can get help. Because, you know, a lot of times we feel alone. We do. And you mentioned, yeah. intro- you mentioned introverted and I'm, I'm a hundred percent there. I'm right there I with feel you. like you and I are very similar. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't even know about it, right? We didn't know. <laughs> I met you online through somebody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, right there with you. That's the fun thing about social media. I mean, sometimes I get too overwhelmed with it and I, I got to stop scrolling because it's, it's yeah. Yeah, but you know what though? I, I, I had this conversation with somebody about this and yeah, social media has its downfalls. Social media has its bad parts about it, but it's also how you control your social media. Yes. What do I mean by that? That is removing the toxic people that are in your t- in social media. Be involved more with positive positivity. Friend people who are in self development. Friend people who are your friends who make you happy. Yeah. Those are certain ways on how to fix your social media. You know, listening to the news and you know listening that that's a lot of you know a lot of bias that's going on. We don't know what's true. We don't know what's right. I mean, we don't know what's false. We don't know what's 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 correct. And it's there's a lot of there's a lot of misinformation about out there, yeah. but it's all about how you take everything in. And I get it; it's not easy. I was that person. I used to get so much anxiety by just listening to the news. Well, you know what? The quickest way to do it: just shut it off, shut the TV off, do something that you love doing, occupy your mind, take your mind to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. instead of listening to negativity, people that you've never met before. Well, I find also, I, I have done a lot of that, but I find it's also struggling for me, struggling, uh, difficult for me <laughs> to yeah. see other people because I'm a part of a lot of these groups, but they're like, oh, I just made a million dollars. And oh, and, and I feel like, it's, uh, it, it's hard a lot of it a lot of it a lot of it's just just attention getting that's all it is <laughs> i feel it's braggy <laughs> it's I, I, it is braggy yeah 
it's tricky because, you and know, if, they, if you're in a difficult place yourself, then you're like, I can't, I can't look at everyone else doing all this stuff. But I did hear, uh, I mean, they talk about tunnel vision, right? Just keep focusing on what you're doing. Yeah. Don't look at what other people are doing. Just do it. And I keep having to remind myself, just keep going, learning what I'm learning. Right. Stop looking and at what everyone else is doing yes. because. When everybody, you know that saying, when everybody's going right, everybody's on the same road, there's so much traffic, but you see an opening to a new destination. Or if you if you see, if you, for example, real quick, if you see everybody going right, everybody going right, why don't you go left? Yeah. Let them go right. Let them go this way, but you're going to go left. Because there's going to be a lot more opportunity going left because you're going to have the role to yourself. That's good. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Try um, something new. Mm-hmm. Keep also, our minds occupied. Stepping out of your comfort zone, yeah. which is very difficult for somebody with anxiety, but it's also, I, I find it helps because then the more you do that, the more you're less scared to try other things too. Yeah. Because you're like, hey, that wasn't so bad. I was so scared. And then. Right. Who would have thought that social, who would have thought that social media will bring out the best in us? Who would have thought that self-development was a thing? You know, when I first started True Achievers, yeah, I, got, I had my doubts. I was like, is this going to work? Or are people even going to care about me? Are people even going to listen to me? Are people just going to keep on judging me? At this point, I don't care. I enjoy it. I love it. I could talk about this all day long. I mean, I know, <laughs> we, awesome. can. I know we can, but I could talk about this all day long. I love it. Every second of it. Mm-hmm. And but that's important. Time, but, at the same, but at the same time, people need to hear it. People want to hear stuff like that. Yeah. People want a voice. People want someone to be like, to think to themselves, okay, well, I'm not alone. Even though on social media, they may not like your post. They may not like your content. They may not like your photos, but they're looking at it. (laughs) They're seeing it. Yeah. And they may be agreeing with you, disagreeing with you, whatever. But there's a, there's a many times where they're looking at it and they and, and they agree with your things that you're saying. And a lot of times, sometimes they might come up to you and say, can you please help me? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what degrees you have. Doesn't matter what kind of licenses you have. They don't care. At the end of the day, they're going to ask you, can you help me? That's all it is. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I had that last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was just someone, I don't know where just told me and I, and I, they never really liked my content. I never see them like my content or, you know, comment on anything, you know? And all of a sudden I had this private message saying, you know, Angel, I love, I love your content. It's just so motivating. And I need, I I want you to help me. I want you to understand. I I need help understanding myself. Hmm. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that because I love people who want to learn more about themselves. They want to better themselves. They want to hear my story. They want, they maybe want to hear my story so they can feel comfort. Maybe they just want a simple conversation. Mm-hmm. And that can go a long way. That could be a life changer, a life changer that you would have not known. And that took me to have a simple conversation to learn more about myself. Because I know that I was a person who kept a lot in. I kept, I kept a lot to myself and that drained me mentally, physically, got me depressed, didn't know where I was going, didn't understand myself as an individual. I was lost. But now I'm able to understand, now that I understand myself, I love myself, 
The confidence is there. Now I can move on. Now I can do different things. But I want my goal is that I just want to help people. That is my passion. I want to share my story to help you be better. So that is that is sounds, exciting. That's kind of vague, but it's true. It's just a it takes a simple conversation to really get the grasp or to move on to that, to give you the extra push to do what you need to do to move on, to fix the situation, to get a better job, to start something new, to continue with your hobby, to fix your depression. And like I said, I am not a doctor whatsoever. I consider myself a coach that I like to advise. I like to advise people on what they can do because mm-hmm. I want them to do it for themselves. Not because I said so. Not I'm not a doctor. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a doctor at all. I just like to advise people on what I think that you know they should do, or it's up to them. And I always like to ask them, "Do you mind if I give you a tip? Do you mind if I give you some advice?" Because at the end of the day, it's going to be on you. At the end of the day, you're the one who's going to make that decision. Yeah. And when I talk and when I talk to parents, I like to always ask them for permission. I always like to hear their story. I like to listen, grasp everything in so that way I can give them positive feedback. Hmm. Whereas a health professional is going to have medication. They're going to tell them what to do. They're going to have weekly sessions, whatever the case, you know, however, you know, whatever the case is different, you know, doctors work in different ways. But like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I do like to help and advise others to be better. Yeah. If people want to reach you, how can they uh, contact you? They can reach me on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, I'm on there a lot. I, I do um, all my blogging. I do a, I, my, Basically, Facebook is my main platform where I post a lot of my videos. I do have a private group where uh, it's very selective, where... Um, I like to have people there that are going to benefit from it, not just allow anybody in there and just, you know, keep quiet. I like to have people involved. I like to have people engaging in my content and I like people talking about what's going on. So I think that's, it's more like a safe haven for people that want to get more information or they want to get a little bit more in depth on what's going on. Cause I, cause every week I do weekly videos. Mm-hmm. And basically it's about how I'm feeling or a case study or anything that can help with anxiety or self-development in some sort, but mainly in anxiety, because that's what I really suffered with. But I also have a personal page where people can friend me and I will definitely content. That's where I do a lot of my blogging and I share a lot of, I share a lot of thoughts and I also put my podcast on there too. So my website is trueachievers.com. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Angel. This was this was such a great conversation. Definitely. And I, really I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I really it's appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Well, have a wonderful day. You too. I'll talk Take to you Take care, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I want to thank Angel for coming on and talking about anxiety with me. That was amazing. And I want to give a shout out to my friend, Lucretia, who listens to all my podcasts, and she's just an amazing lady. Check out my blog at www.stepuppodcast.com, Steph Up Podcast, all one word, in which I discuss my own experiences and situations from the topics that we discuss in the podcast. 
Join me on February 1st when we talk about overcoming obstacles with Life Coach Anne Max. Thanks again for listening, guys. You can subscribe to the podcast. Please rate and review. It's always helpful to have that as well. And I hope you go out there and make it a great day.